Minds and Bites podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy Word life. This is basic podonomic. That's enough. <laughs> is it ever? Is it? I don't know. I, don't think I can't remember the rest of it. I, that was my favorite. I, the horn stuff is good because of the prank calls, but you know. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the leader of the winner circle, Hal Lublin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the Super Wig Party, Danielle Radford. Hi, it's me. I'm better, and I'm trying to eat a Skittle off mic. Oh, I'll put it on mic. Put, put it on mic for Grandpa. <laughs> oh, and how's asleep? <laughs> and catch as Kelk can. Hold on, this is a very special occasion. Julian, if we officially use Lindsay's name everywhere in that phrase. <laughs> Has it been every word has been turned into Kelk at some point? I don't think we've done Kelk as Catch Can yet, have we? Yes. Oh. Oh, for sure we have. We might have done Kelk as Kelk Can. Kelk as Kelk Kelk. I mean, yeah. we're very close. Catch Kelk. Catch Kelk. Can Kelk. Can. Uh, yeah, just Kelky Kelky Can Can. I don't know. Like, come on. Like, Julian's doing good work. He is. He tries he's, really hard. He's doing the work that I could never do. I would not be able to do it. I, I salute you. Julian. I was going to actually salute, and I'm like, no, there's no way that doesn't. We had a John Cena song this week. I think salutes are very appropriate. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Julian, we haven't checked in in a while, and the holidays are getting close. What are we benching right now? Oh, absolutely nothing. I'm taking taking some time off. Yeah, I know what you're doing. You're getting a garage like like Unbreakable. You just keep putting paint cans on the bar. (laughs) It's bent. You're lifting it. Some child is taping it. That's not okay, Julian. I'm trying to tell you. Put that child out of your garage. Anyway, we're coming off of a week where all of the televised wrestling shows were pretty good. It's like a clean sweep. It's madness. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the October 30th edition of AEW Dynamite, which if you have a DVR like me, only recorded an hour. Oh. So you saw portions of it, but not all of it. Uh, the biggest event was SCU members Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky defeating the Lucha Brothers to become the inaugural tag team champions. That one I did see. Thoughts on the match and the new champs? Were they the right people to give the belts to? Who, who would you have given the belts to in in the entire tournament? I'm just curious for um, people who 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 maybe. I think SoCal Uncensored is a good. They're a good pick for the first time. Sure, they're older. They've been around for a while. Most importantly, those dudes are, even some indie people are like, I don't, I mean, Scorpio Mm. Sky, everyone knows, but like, not everyone is like super familiar with all of them, and especially as a team. Lucha Brothers are fucking legends. They're they're fine. They didn't need it. They don't need it. Per se. Right. Yeah. So Cloud and Censored, I think they needed, especially like being kind of like the lead heelish team. Yes. Like they they need, they need the belts. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I think it's probably a slight kind nod because they've been part of the gang Absolutely. for a long time yeah. you know this is probably right. a reward of sorts but a reward that's also earned so I'm super okay with it the match was real short real short you guys I feel like maybe we didn't need Cody chatting in a limo for 15 minutes and then Ambrose sorry 
marks screaming in the ring for 15 minutes and then not having enough time for our main event. Because here's the thing, and because here's, this is, I'm so conflicted because I'm always like, put more of your story stuff in the story. Me too. And then they do it and I'm like, not... Not, like not that. that much. Not that much of it, though. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, someone's got to work on their timing, right? Like, this is the second week in a row, and the timing has been, or not even second, but like the timing was super off. Like, they ran out of time for their main event. They even said, we may have to go off air with this. Last yeah, week, that's they not did great. You tons to of stuff after the show, which actually was better than what was on the show. <laughs> like, the stuff that happened after. Because that's the airing. way they planned it, because you plan for your best things to happen at the end. Yeah. So you should make sure your best things happen. Yeah, someone's got to work on this, you guys. Yeah, and you know, they're new and we're giving benefit of the doubt, but yeah. it's one of the things where at a certain point it has to be like, hey guys, we're giving the benefit of the doubt, but from here on out, we have to start seeing improvement. We don't mm-hmm. want them to just start thinking like, oh, well, they love us so we can fuck up like this all the time. Yeah. I was going to ask that where each of you are in terms of the amount of latitude that you're giving them. And here's another thing that we've talked about before. Yeah. I know there was a women's match yep. on the show was not included in the hour of DVR yeah. that mm-hmm. I had, which came off of True TV. Yeah. YouTube TV, get it together. I switched off of you because I had to. But also PlayStation View was doing the same thing. <laughs> that one runs out December 1st, and that's my life. I keep railing and railing and railing about the fact that this company's supposed to be progressive and yet has maybe one's one women's match. I know they have two coming mm-hmm. up this Saturday. That feels like something that needed to be yeah. news well, we, instead of... We talked of... about this last week yeah. a whole bunch. It's become tiresome for me now. Yeah. Yeah, my thing with them and with making mistakes and like the hey, like we're hey, we're new, we're making new people mistakes are for the first like year, even couple years, make mistakes they're going to happen, but they can't be the same mistakes. Yes. You have to be making new mistakes because you're yeah. trying out new things or for you're sure. constantly developing. Yeah. We're all allowed to fail. But yeah. learn from your failure. Yeah. It's like the same thing. Like if you're in fifth grade, but you're still like biffing on easy third grade math questions, then the mistakes have to be different or yeah. just to see some progress happening. How short is the leash getting, I guess, is my question. It's pretty tight. I feel like I've got a pretty tight grip on that that puppy right now. Um, to speak of puppies, because this is wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel my only hope now with the women's division is... The tag team is out the way now. Mm-hmm. The men's matches and storylines are all well underway. Now we can start So focusing. now we focus on the women. And I feel like they did tease that this week and last week with the Brandy stuff. I'm not deeply enthusiastic that it's Brandy they're using to lead. But maybe that's because that's who they have the most confidence in because that's who they know the most. Right. And they have worked well, with the best. when you marry her. Right? That's a thing. Yeah. I mean, and that's a tale as old as time. I'm curious to see where it goes. That is my hope. Because you can't do every storyline at once. It's And that's the same across every promotion. Especially, yeah, when they're brand new. It's better when, yeah. when everything is like all the characters are established. Mm-hmm. Everyone has an idea of what these things look like. Yes. Yep. They always said they want a tag to be where they shine. And it's like, in fairness to think what we have bought about WWE and their frequently shoddy treatment of the women, over the last year, Becky has been their star and their big story. Yep. So if I'm AEW, I sit down and I say, let's not go head to head with Becky Lynch. Where can we really shine tag team? And then you bring your women in as your next storyline. I'm, And I would understand that and I would agree with that. I wouldn't go after saying we have the best women's division because like maybe you don't. But maybe now you bring up your women's division and you show what they can do. And mm-hmm. there needs to be, it needs to mean something. When did we last see Riho? On a right. show, you know, where's your champion? I know she's in DDT doing awesome tag matches yeah. with Kenny and that's fine. But like... And I will say it, and I'm going to put it over later. There was a great 
AEW dark match on Tuesday mm-hmm. that was a women's four-way and it was yes. fantastic. It was yes. Amazing. I hear what you're saying. I do think it's smart to not come out and go, we have the greatest women's division. Because you can't claim that Yeah, right first of now. all, that's NXT. Second yeah, of all, right. yeah. of the places that are not all women, <laughs> so... you know, there are a lot of, but NXT has the best women's division. <laughs> Sorry, we'll the, get the, to that later. Yeah. The most popular yeah. women's wrestler on the planet is on Raw. Yeah. So you can't say that. I don't, buy that as an excuse not to develop your women's division? I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm saying, like, you can't do everything at one time. And I don't think they should try and do everything at one time. That's fair. You know, your bread and butter is your men's division. That's just a fact. In a mainstream promotion, your bread and butter is going to be your yeah, men's like singles division. Yeah, like how long did it take for WWE to get to the point where a woman could be Exactly. The most Jesus. I mean, right. Christ almighty. It took literally decades. 60 years? Yeah. So if we're going all the way back. <laughs> so this is it. Like, you know you've got to invest in your men's division. You've got Jericho. You've got Cody. You've got Mox. You've got Kenny. Like, that's a given. You do that. That's going to get the bulk of your time. And then if you say, I have to start from the ground up with my women and my tag... I wouldn't have done the women first. I mean, I would have treated them better than they've treated them. Yeah. But I wouldn't have put that as my focus. I totally understand why when you are bringing the Bucks in, why you say we're going to make our tag team division our focus. I get it. But again, this is one of those ones where we say, okay, well, you've graduated this thing. Now we have this set. Now it's time. Now we expect to see some more movement in that direction. And if that doesn't start looking like it's happening... We have run out of good faith reasons for it to have not happened. Yes. Yeah, the difference in the parallel that you made. When WWE, WWF was founded, yeah. they weren't like, we're going to be progressive. You're going to see things you've never seen before. We're going to push forward a social agenda and then not do it. Like, that is something. If you tell me yeah, that's, no, what, if that's your saying. differentiator, I just think you're then don't make me wait for a, it. It's like comparing the, you know, it's comparing on a curve. I'm like, compared to WWE, they are. It's just. I don't know. I'm okay with waiting for it to happen. I didn't expect it all to be a perfect storm overnight. If in two years it's still bro down and we have one woman's match and like, right. then yeah. no. We don't have more queer folks and we don't have more of this stuff. Right. Then it's going to start to be like, guys, like, you've ironed out a lot of the kinks. This is what you said it was going to be. But also, as we are learning... Don't fucking trust billionaires to do anything helpful or useful. Or professional yeah. wrestlers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, or 40-something-year-old white men. Yeah. Like, what a shock. Don't worry, brother. We're going to do it, brother. We're going to be super progressive, brother. <sighs> like, come on. I hate being sold something. I don't and then, I and then feel going, like you're all being right. really negative on it still. No, 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 no. They are still doing so. I'm I still enjoying compare, the show. Compare it to the alternative. It is still, like way more progressive. I'm giving them room as well. Like, I'm not completely turned on them. I do think the announced team has gotten better. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. love me so much. Scott That's Lewis, better. So. The in-ring product has been good the JR's whole time. JR's There's no doubt. I still don't know all the names, but that's me, not them at this point. Like, I'm seeing the that's same... That's your DVR's I'm fault. seeing faces. Yeah, I think we can blame the DVR on The that DVR one. was terrible. <laughs> Fuck that DVR. Fuck it. Uh, but speaking, you, you talked about John Moxley speaking for 15 minutes in the Riddle of the Ring. This was yeah, his first promo on television. Here's a clip of that. I've been dealing with this for years. I got these suits, these yes men, these puppets come up to me and they say, John, we know you're a different type of cat. As if I don't know what that means. As if I don't know why I'm being insulted. As if I don't know, you're trying to call me stupid to my face. Well, I ain't stupid. And if this is how it's going to be, AEW, you can take your win-loss records and shove it straight up your ass. 
I got a message for AEW. I got a message for the Turner execs who don't want to sanction me. I'll tell them the same thing I told them. I got a message that's like, like slow same down. Thing. I would tell Jesus that, that the same thing. That may have been what happened to me. I would also leave the ring. Same thing. You know? I, would <laughs> I have two messages. Because they like the fact that I marched to the beat of my own drum. And it's real simple. Kiss my ass. Stay the hell out of my way. Puppets. Do find your place in line. <laughs> Oh, I just, was anyone else confused by his contradictory remarks throughout it? Or it's like, I'm not stupid, I'm not a different kind of cat, I don't care, but I do care, how dare you not sanction it, but I don't care, but I do care. Like, John, like, I can tell you're upset about this, be in your feelings, and like, tell, like, don't be defensive. If you're upset that they won't sanction the match, speak to someone. See if they will. Why won't they? I'm not yelling. It? You're yelling. Yeah. <laughs> it was totally, yeah. I was like, I refuse to be gaslighted by John Moxley <laughs> in the middle of it. I was like, wait, you said you weren't mad, but you're so fucking mad. Like, yeah. I'm not crazy. Am I crazy? What? Like, also, why is it unsanctioned? Like, am I? I'm so confused. So they can bleed. But like, they've been doing all kinds of crazy shit. This know. is a little inconsistent for me. I don't know. Why not put them in a cage? Right, just do something. Trap them. But I don't really get why it's like we've had all these hardcore matches and craziness, but it's like this, they've drawn a line. It's like, oh, you want to like slap Kenny? Even though the two of you have been like rallying and trading saves on each other, but now you're having an unsanctioned match because you crazy kids won't behave. You know, they're not going to fuck up Kenny's face. Do you know what I mean? It's it's such a pretty face. There's no way. So when I hear unsanctioned, I just hear like Mox is gonna swallow a, a fucking uh, he's gonna swallow like one of those yeah. like, little thumbtacks again, and then we're yeah. gonna be done. Like, yeah. Right? Oh, there's gonna be thumbtacks. I don't there's want thumbtacks yeah. on Kenny. Oh, what's Kota gonna say? Break out the fluorescent bulbs. What's Ibutan bulbs? gonna do? Oh, I'm upset about. It. Yeah, he gonna cry in the car. Barbed wire. <laughs> he's gonna cry in the car. Yeah. I thought he said butt wire for a minute. Butt wire. Like, what is butt wire? Butt wire. Now, see, wait, what match is that? Because <laughs> watch the butt wire. Watch the butt wire. Uh, it's gonna be the next match in the series. Nice. Oh. You don't get you pay off with the butt yeah. wire. You get you, the unsanctioned gets you to the butt wire. Oh. Hangman Page, Puck, butt wire. Yeah. <laughs> and a butt wire on a pole match. wrestle for butt wire on a pole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would watch it. We're available, you guys. In your neighbor's backyard. Podcasts are still available to be snatched up by a major promotion. Yeah, if you ever want to bring us in ideas. to give you great ideas like butt, butt wire, wire on a <laughs> Our consulting fee is very reasonable to us. Yes. <laughs> and well worth it to you. We got to see the best friends have a match with Orange Cassidy, where they beat Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and QT Marshall. That happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will watch Those Orange sweet, Cassidy. Sweet boys. I love Orange Cassidy. It was all day great. long. Yeah. yeah. And they had contractual obligations to Adult Swim. So, you know, I was like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Get that sweet, sweet sponsorship money. Uh, it was a little freaky. Yeah, it was kind of weird, but uh, it's fine. Yeah, take the you, money. And also, you know all of those men watch Rick and Morty. You know that so they I'm do. So I'm not concerned. Oh, my God. You know they're in the back saying Swifty to each other. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, Rick and Morty, it's like... They I were getting funny. Swifty on the way out to Ugh. the ring, for sure. But it was like, it's really smart if you, like, think about it. Like, you just... I don't uh, think it's for everyone. It's just, it's really smart. I enjoy Rick and Morty, but I... I do, too. I, I hate, hate Ricky for Ricky, Morty. I hate Rick and Morty. <laughs> and I hate I, myself uh, for hating... Uh, it's so it. messed up. I would rather them do this than to do the like 
fucking bucket of biscuits on a yes. barrel rat match yeah. or whatever. Although, no, I oh, want no, biscuits. that I want. I want. I want a match. <laughs> it's a hardcore match with all the shit in a Cracker Barrel general store. Nice. Like oh. hitting each other with oversized pez, oh, wrapping the, each other yeah. in now, blankets with an eagle on it. Yes, those little like country wicker chairs. Yeah. I definitely want to see those break. Wicker cha- yeah, they're yeah. gonna be so many rocking made of chairs. Nothing. Yeah, so the best part is you can stack a bunch of them and have a Punjabi prison match afterwards. There you go. That's right. There you go. That's right. It just works. I mean, and it was all worth it for me to get JR saying Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. That was pretty great. That was pretty great. <laughs> Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. And I was like, yes, yes. And you know, Excalibur is literally just sat there having his best day at work ever because he Man, just got JR to say Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. how JR sounds so much more confident saying Blue Chew. <laughs> he can talk about his dick all day long, yeah. but he doesn't know how to say Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. You know, you just take one of them Blue Chews. <laughs> blue Chew doobity doo. <laughs> Take that, Gronkadonkadoo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. What was the last one that they had that was making me laugh my ass off? Oh, when uh, when JR was like, they have like a new ball trimming system that they're selling. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it's called. System. <laughs> Step one, trim balls. Step two, nap. <laughs> it's, it's a whole system. JR's Step like, two, take Bluetooth. Take Bluetooth. <laughs> so you can really see your handiwork. Yeah. And JR's like, you know, you know, Conrad. You know, a lot of people don't want to talk about this. People who have, you know, people, men who have balls or women or women with testicles. And I was like, woke JR. Uh, <laughs> yeah, women with testicles. So you gotta, look at him shining through to 2019. Uh, good work. I tell you, I, I shave my balls every week. And I, and I use this. Whether they need it or not, cheek. he's trimming them. That's I miss, what I know. I miss the days when he just wanted Sonic to sponsor his podcast. I know. I understand. I stop at Sonic. I get a Diet Peach tea on my way to the studio. I don't know why they won't sponsor. Seems like a natural fit. Let me call Sonic. Because he's too... listening to Boltram and Bluetooth. <laughs> thir- yeah, I know he's like, you ever, uh, the step one, you slather your dick with a lotion <laughs> that lifts it up and out the way so you can shave them balls. And there's a, a catch pouch that you put around your thighs to catch all the hair. Look, we're going to horse spaz behind him to catch all the poops. Could you know, like people, a... you know, what it is, he's like, people always ask me, like, you know. When, I, when I'm trimming my balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, does this work? And I'm telling yeah. you, it sounds like a joke. It's not a joke. It really works. Yep. It works for me. It's a sucking cup for, for your balls. Yep. <laughs> I put on a Jeff Dunham special and I lay spread eagle on my recliner <laughs> and I pull out my trimmer. Oh, surely on his Casper mattress. Surely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do not miss a chance to <laughs> drop a Casper well, that, mattress. That Casper mattress looks like Ron Jeremy's chest because I just even <laughs> leave it there. You remember the flow? the one that was connected to like the vacuum so it would just yeah. vacuum all the hair. Sure. I imagine it's like it a flow It sucks your balls in. You can pretend like you're playing the lottery as you shave your ball hair. Oh, number 42. Number 42. <laughs> oh, God. I'm crying. Please stop this. Speaking of 42, if you're over the age of 42, you should try blue shirt. Help your penis get hard. I know I know. whenever I'm at home doing, a, doing the full splits on my Casper mattress. After enjoying an Omaha steak, yep. one assumes. And uh, mailing out all the, the loose hairs to my, my patrons <laughs> using my stamps.com machine <laughs> for postage. Gotta get that, that postage. <laughs> anyway, Sonic, don't know why I haven't called yet. The, your operator is standing by. Croissant witch. Croissant witch. <laughs> Burger King, home of the Impossible Burger. <laughs> I love the Impossible Burger. I get up I get up in a stirrup system that looks like I'm working silks at the circus. And I shave through Stop my it. perineum Stop all the it. way. 
If you use the word All the way to the base. <laughs> That's what perineum was for. That, that gooch is as smooth as Stone Cold Skull. <laughs> and I've touched both. <laughs> but when we come back, I'll talk to Diamond Dallas Page about money for 45 minutes. <laughs> you listen to JR's podcast. <laughs> Barbecue. <laughs> What'd you think of the <laughs> contract signing? Not enough, not enough blue chew for yeah. my liking. Um, what, what do you like better, the the contract signing or the week before the air horns from the suite? <laughs> I mean, for me, it's air horns all the way. I think yeah. so too. The air horns are funny. As someone who's worked in contracts, they're not fucking exciting, my dudes. No, yeah. Make it something more sportsy. Yeah. Muhammad Ali, I never signed. I never watched that man sign a contract. <laughs> Next week, <laughs> Hangman Adam Page talks to his attorney for thirty minutes about the terms of his new contract. Okay, so what do they say about travel? <laughs> That's up next <laughs> on TNT. Realizes he's like had thirty billable minutes just discussing the weather. It's like that <laughs> would be the whole special. Mm-hmm. They did at least turn it into like we're turning it on its ear and here's Dustin Runnels getting the shit kicked out of him. They in did the and I shot. liked it. I, that was great and I love Sammy Guevara. I'm like do anything. Have sure. him do anything. He's Literally like shit eating little face. I love it so much. Are they using Skype to, to connect those things though? Because there was no audio at first. <laughs> it was just like hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> uh, I was fine with it. I liked it. Um, yeah. I liked Jericho's jacket. I liked his mm. David has pumpkins situation. I'm like, I just don't need a contract signing. Yeah. Plus, I'm like, Cody, stop being so po-faced. Yeah. Well, Come on. I guess especially because it was already like, it's already like a Halloween episode. Yeah. I don't need contracts yeah. in my Halloween. No. <laughs> I mean, they are scary. But, like, non compete clause. Bureaucracy. We're going to terrify you with paperwork. Uh, Ooh, like 15 clauses. minutes of admin. <laughs> also, of course, this is a very NXT heavy week, and we're going to talk more about their appearances on both Raw and SmackDown. But first, let's talk about the October 30th episode of Black and Gold. Io Shirai got played out to the ring by Poppy. Before she beat Candice LeRae. Like, stop beating Candice. <laughs> I, my, my thoughts is that this is going to build up to a hulking up of Candice where yeah. she just gets, that she's like, oh, y'all want to see the real Candice? Y'all want to see the indie Candice? Because mm. I'm going to give you indie Candice. No. That's what I'm hoping it's leading up to. Just like, she could have won that and it wouldn't have hurt. Anything. Yeah. I also, mean, you knew she wasn't going to win it because EO came out to Poppy. Like, she came out with her own <laughs> musical act. And like, and then Candace was like, also in attendance, Candace LeRae. I'm am, like, am, oh. am I crazy to think that they're building up a Survivor Series match with Andrade and Zelina Vega versus Johnny Gargano and Candace LeRae? Because on Raw, we'll talk about it maybe I'll a little more it. Raw, but there was her, about it. her pre-match promo was we're the greatest intergender mm. team yes. in the world. Just felt that way. I don't know if I'm reading too far no, between like, the lines. Read away, read away. I'm so that. worried for the NXT roster who have to do war games and yeah. Survivor Series the Woo. next night. I'm like, they're going to die. Yeah. Uh, but talking about the greatest women's division, and uh, yes. arguably, we could say the night wasn't over for them. First, the Kabuki Warriors beat Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai to retain their tag titles. Uh, what did everybody think about that before we talk about the aftermath of it? I thought it wasn't the greatest match of all time. Like, I enjoyed it. I just felt it kind of looked a little messy from time to time. I, right. I... Enjoyed Dakota. We we talked about yeah. Dakota, but I felt like she was a weak link in the match. Mm. She's it, it's hard because like 
Kabuki warriors are so, so good. good. God, so good. And so established. Angels and from heaven. And they've been doing this for so long. And yes. naturally became a tag in a heartbeat. Like their rhythm mm-hmm. and their chemistry was just there from the off. I yeah. love them as heels. I yeah. love them. Oh, love I love them. it. It's love amazing. So and so when you put them up against someone who, Dakota's like, she's good, but mm-hmm. she's still very much in training. She's still yeah. very much like learning her ropes. Yeah. And so when you put them against someone like that, you really start to see like, Here's where she could improve on this. Here's where she could improve yeah. on that. It exposes folks when you put them yeah. up against a team that's that fucking good. A lot of moments yeah. where she was, like, looking back to see if it was time for the hot tag yet. Like, you could yeah. see Dakota, like, it, it just looked very labored. There were a lot of moments where, like, babes, they tagged. You missed your minute. Like, yeah. you've spent 20 minutes getting crawling across the ring, and then you still missed your mark. Like, there were a lot of those moments where I really felt like she let the match down. Yeah. But, you know, also, they're not... They haven't tagged together a million times recently, so let's see how that pans out. But I I enjoyed the overarching story of it. I do like that NXT is still developmental territory, so allowing her something like this, it's like a measuring stick match. Like, we're going to put you in here with these great people, and you're going to, it's a little bit sink or swim, and also afterwards, let's look at it, figure out what you can do better, and this is where you really can learn that. It's a learning opportunity, absolutely. Yeah, so and she's And it's an opportunity she has earned. Yeah. Well, after that match, chaos reigned. Chaos. The entire division. Then William Regal announced the first ever women's war games match at NXT TakeOver so in just a few weeks. I'm excited to watch it on television. It was fun that we got to go live. I enjoyed that experience. Yeah. But I, it also, like, there are very few events where it's better to be there live to be able to see everything because mm-hmm. they're playing to cameras. Yeah. yeah. And that was the thing I remember. Yeah. Like, boy, well, there are a lot of talented people. I can't tell cages. what's happening. Yeah. Like when you're trying to look through two cages from your, when we were up near the ramp. So it was yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like uh, trying to watch like, you know, fuzzy porn. And my eyes are bad enough. You know, like this is why I have no eyesight. So yeah, it was, I'm pumped to see it on TV. I'm so excited for I'm, it. Yeah. Stupid excited. Like, I'm, I'm excited as mm-hmm. well. One last note before we take a break. Fresh off his heel turn, Finn Balor came out to finally explain himself. Here's a clip. You don't need to explain yourself to anyone, baby. Two months ago, I'm laying down for what's supposed to be the hottest new thing in the business just because he put on a new mask. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I just took my mask off, and now I'm the hottest thing in the business. Yeah, you are. Just like, just like resting on my arm. Let's make one thing clear. <laughs> yeah, I don't like... watch this business. This business watches me. Which brings me to Johnny Gargano. The heart of NXT. Johnny, congratulations. I heard you got out of hospital. But let me make one thing very clear. If you want your go again, I will send you straight back. And you won't be Johnny wrestling. You will be Johnny watches wrestling exactly the way it's supposed to be. He's just enjoying it. I know. Julian's got the biggest smile. Oh, didn't quite stick that landing, but the rest of it was great. I was fine with it. That was a medium burn. He's 
Johnny, Johnny watches wrestling. Johnny watches I wrestling. No, I felt like it's built because he started off saying like, you know, I've come back into a room full of fans and I'm not interested in fans. Like I'm I'm a wrestler. I'm not a fan. And I'm like, oh. And Johnny is that like archetypal. Like I've been a fan my whole life, and yeah. now I'm like living my dream. And Finn's like, that's cute. I'm gonna Great. beat the well, shit out of you. Well, especially now that Bailey turned and he can say that without feeling bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like I love my Bailey, but yeah. Yeah. Look, be- best promo he's done in the time he's been at WWE. Easily anywhere, love it. Easily, like, but hands down. Yeah. It's just funny to me that, like, it's so good and so motivated and so logical that, like, Johnny Wrestling, we're going to call him Johnny Watches Wrestling. I just want to see the names that are crossed oh. out on the piece of paper. I genuinely that didn't circled. have a problem with it. That's so, I, it yeah, just feels I like a medium feel... burn. It feels I like you could it. do, like, that could do, could that have handled a rewrite, like a slight rewrite? I just feel like it would have reduced that's the kind of thing that would reduce Johnny to tears. Like, I genuinely would be uh, like, no, okay. I'm not Johnny. No, I am Johnny Wrestling. And it's like, kind of Johnny loser, but like. Yeah, he could have called him Johnny Blogging. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny podcast. Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Johnny yeah. Wrestling Podcast is fantastic. Uh, Johnny actually... Podcast would be great. See, we fixed it in the room. <laughs> we already came up with something better. No, I loved it him. Took 20 seconds. I loved his fiend, but that was yeah. amazing. Great. Because that was like, pull the curtain back a tiny bit. That was a, a killer bit. burn. Yep. Yeah. Killer burn. To lay down for a man and a mouse, like, oh, he's yeah. telling us the truth. He's saying that Roar is a work. What? But not NXT. That's no, for that's real. Right. That's right. That's for really reals. I love it. <laughs> if you have any thoughts on the things we've discussed so far, and I bet you do, you can connect with us on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, and Instagram via the links in our show notes. We'll be back after the break to talk a bit about everything else that shook out on NXT, Raw, SmackDown, and beyond Infinity. This is Tides and Fights. We are so thrilled at your interest in attending Hieronymus Wiggenstaff's School for Heroism and Villainy. Wiggenstaff's beautiful campus boasts state-of-the-art facilities and instructors with real-world experience. We are also proud to say that our alumni have gone on to be professional heroes and villains in the most renowned kingdoms in the world. But of course, you are not applying to the main school, are you? You're applying for our sidekick and henchperson annex. You will still benefit from the school's amazing campus, and you'll have a lifetime of steady employment. Of course, there's no guarantee how long that lifetime will be. Join the McElroys as they return to Dungeons & Dragons with The Adventure Zone Graduation, every other Thursday on Maximum Fun, or wherever podcasts are found. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kell. So we're not going to talk about that one show that happened. Fuck that shit. But any feelings about The Fiend being Universal Champion? Great. Yeah, good for The Fiend. All right, let's move on. (laughs) So are we not going to talk about the other thing at all? Uh, No, go ahead, please. Um, The floor is yours. (laughs) Well, no, I just feel like I feel like we should open that up for discussion because that was a huge thing that happened. It was a pretty fucking huge thing, Um, and it's gonna have ripples. So what happened was was that after uh, (laughs) after Crown Jewel and everything was over, WWE started releasing statements like, "Hey, like there was mechanical failure on the plane." While this is happening, Davey Meltzer and a bunch of other people are getting texts from superstars that are like, "Well, apparently, fucking Vince got into it with someone from the government, possibly the actual prince, because." they still hadn't been paid for the last 
last pay per view. Mm-hmm. And so Vince was like, "Well, we're gonna do the show, but we're not gonna run it live in Saudi Arabia until you run me my money." And so some money was run to him, but the show started like on a forty minute yeah, delay, an hour late. Yeah, and then so Vince uh, and obviously the legends. Uh, they all skadoots on Vince's private plane. Hammond and Brock <laughs> skadoots on Brock's plane. Yeah. And that leaves everyone else. So they are trying to skadoots on their own plane, and it's about 200 people. Yeah. They are told the plane has mechanical issues and cannot take off. Um, wrestlers are reporting to Davy Meltzer and some other people that they also see Saudi military police just hanging about. And so then they are, and um, this is where it kind of gets a little squidgy. Um, at some point, they are told to get off the plane and go to their hotel rooms and, and not leave. It's very possible they're saying, hey, don't wander around because we want to get you a new plane. Mm-hmm. But for some people, they definitely felt like they were being not allowed to leave. Essentially, right when it was very obvious that no one was going to be able to make it in time just because of how flights work, where it's like, okay, and now they wouldn't make it to SmackDown. Suddenly, planes start working, yeah. for, is my understanding, and everybody starts heading home. Well... Yep. So that's 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 a rough situation. Yeah. The silver lining, if we even want to call it that, of of a lot of people not being able to show up on Friday Night SmackDown, was that the roster was filled out with the stars of NXT. It was. Who it's amazing. Invaded. Like, it's amazing how when they don't plan for it, they have good shows. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't plan for it. And they had a good that show. show where everybody was snowed in. Was one of the I best shows they ever had. Oh, so God, Moxley showed up at at, at uh, Stamford. Yeah, and they yeah. had fucking um, JBL like on punk. the roof. Look that up. I think that was like 2014. 2015, I think. 2014 or 15 in the winter. Go find a way to look that up. Yeah. That match. It was after, right after the Royal Rumble yeah. that Roman Reigns so won, because it is where everybody wanted Daniel Bryan to win. It is fucking moment. hilarious. Yeah. So they they showed up. Here's what happened. They've announced now that Survivor Series is officially Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. On SmackDown, Shayna Baszler beat up Bailey and Sasha. Keith Lee and Matt Riddle beat up Sami Zayn. Bianca Belair took out Carmella and Dana Brooke. Oh, boy, did she ever. Holy <laughs> shit. I know Carmella's not getting up for a week. God damn. <laughs> Such she, a great... she threw her into a new state. Doesn't this feel like everything the 2001 Invasion storyline should have been but wasn't? A little bit. I just, I'm very excited. I'm it's... really enjoying myself. Yeah, I, I am too. It's great to see... A Triple H is playing his role very, very well. Mm-hmm. It fits. Bit too chatty again. I, 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 Say I, less. Know, I don't have more. as much of a problem just because I know for for fans who don't know NXT, it's they just, know I who feel he like is. They're talking around in circles a little bit. Like the SmackDown, I felt like he was filling because they were like, oh, and we've got another two minutes. Paul, keep talking. No, I'm. I should, well, well, and, yeah, and, like, and the, again, and again, this is my army. I don't know if I've mentioned this. This is my army. We are an army. I we are say, an army now. In fairness to him, there were people still flying, like still oh, coming yeah, yeah, yeah. into the ring because of how chaotic this was. Yeah. There were people who basically the people that you saw run out first were the people who got there. Yeah, first. Shana Ma- had yeah. to get a police escort from the airport. Yeah, like to matches get her were happening. Segment three. Yeah, people were like changing in their cars. Like it was crazy. So yeah, yeah that's why he had to be like because they're probably like, oh, talking. she's almost here. She's almost to the gorillas so he's like yeah my army uh, look at look at him uh, army it's just that closing segment where they were in the room and everyone oh, was yeah. like trying to like we've been staring we've been doing a care bear stare directly into hard cam for like yeah. 14 minutes okay, Paul, maybe that's and you're one, still yeah. like, like but it's a family and an army and when you need an army you go to blood this is blood <laughs> and family and, again, and an army <laughs> and we're gonna go to war in an army and it's like oh and i, and I can't stress enough Maybe less stuff on the blood, guys. So 
much yeah. less. Maybe nec- just like, less blood really stuff. There's no mention of it ever that's necessary. You can still do family. Yeah. Do family. Pour every, get, get a Corona. Fast and yeah. furious it. Grab, you, grab, grab Candace. Yeah. Have a yeah. chat about Ohana. Like, yeah. she will explain all of <laughs> this to you. But maybe maybe leave the blood stuff out of it yeah. because it gets real. gets real Dominic Dijakovic y. Well, there were a couple matches too. Tommaso Ciampa beat The Miz. Rhea Ripley teamed with Tegan Knox to take on Fire and Desire, also getting a W. But the crown, the the crowning moment. Oh no, I'm taking Crown Jewel back <laughs> and giving it to SmackDown. The Crown Jewel of the night was Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole for the NXT title. I just got I shivers mean, even you just saying it. It was Come so on. exciting. His little face. Also, like the way they His played it. Face. Oh, the little faces. They look so happy. They're so yeah. happy. But that yeah. build up when Daniel Bryan challenged Triple H and everyone was like, WrestleMania match. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, when Sean went to take his jacket off as though Sean was going to fight him. And then he was like, Oh, it's cold yeah, in here. I'm like, like, Oh my God. This jacket is, like, on, yeah. the greatest backstage. I'm sorry. I've what ever is seen. what? Is... Me chilly. <laughs> me take. Remember when me take sweatshirt off? And then pretend like me wrestled Daniel Bryan, then put back on. Mmm, communion wafer. <laughs> it, was, it was so good. It was so good. And then they did that thing that they always do. Yeah. Where something works. And womp, so womp. Well, they do to get on Raw. The B do version it of it, or in this point, like the C version of it. That's true. He was do back in action. Again. Adam Cole was to wrestle Seth Freakin' Rollins as the Beast Slayer worked through his ennui. <laughs> yes. I'm the... I'm the, so I'm the funny. locker room leader. How come I don't get to yeah. fight out of Cole? Yeah, that was just Daniel Bryan. I'm Seth Rollins. And the entire universe is like, what? <laughs> like, what? Huh? Yeah. Huh? I agree. You are Seth yeah, Rollins. That's a factual statement I'm you Danielle just made. Radford. But any yeah. of the implications you may have thought it, it <laughs> held, you were deeply mistaken, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah. Sorry, and you me. are Kelka's Kelk Kelk. <laughs> right? Kelk 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 Kelk. Yeah, poor Seth. Poor Seth. <laughs> Turn that boy heel and let him live. Thank you. <laughs> Give him back his douchey little laugh and like yeah. let's get back to the Seth because this face Seth is like not working and we already know that he's like super corporate guy behind the scenes. Yeah. So don't give me like grumpy emo, like hard done by Seth is tedious. No. Tedious. Yeah. You keep booing me even though I'm trying so hard. I'm like yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna. so do the stuff that makes us cheer yeah. you, which is yeah. do the stuff that's bad. Your finishing move is to stomp on someone's head. You are not a good guy. And and again, again with the imagery. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't mind it with the curb stomp. That's fine, because I see what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, so there's some great possibilities of this this pay-per-view. Let's yes. talk about just a couple of them. One is Becky Lynch versus Bailey versus Shayna Baszler. Shayna and oh. Becky? Shayna and Becky? Oh. In that promo? Shayna mm-hmm. and Becky? Becky and Shayna in the promo? I'm just going to say, when they stand oh. up, you guys, the first thing I said to Kelk was, I think those titles just touched. They you, definitely you touched. Hear, you want to hear a Captain Titles down. clip? Yes. Here it is. I want to make something very clear, Becky Lynch. I'm not <laughs> Ronda <laughs> Rousey. And at Survivor Series, I'm not going to take my eyes off of Bailey, but I wanted to come here and tell you that I am going to pin you or I am going to tap you out. Okay. You Aren't you looking you. to be face to face with the champ? She's so good. Because warring with me will <laughs> change you like it did the rest of them. So it's Survivor Series. Shayla. Get that woman in a Fast and Furious I won't movie be taking my eyes off Bailey either. But I am coming directly for you. 
Sorry, I just blacked out for a second. Yeah. Tap, 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 tap. Um, But yeah, it was great. It was amazing. And I love the way that they kept making sure to keep Bailey in the mix and being like, yo, like, I'm going to pay attention to Bailey, but you know that I'm gunning for you because this is champ versus champ. Do either one of you watch Steven Universe? No. Okay, does someone who watches it let me know? Seeing her face now, doesn't Shayna Baszler sound a little bit like an angry Ruby? Anyway, I'm sorry. You, people who listen to who watch, who watch this and do that will also let And there will know. be plenty, so yeah. I look forward yeah. to that. Big feedback. audience, big audience. No, I, the whole creation of that promo was so well done. Like yeah. the over the shoulder shots, the way it was like as though you were looking from their perspective was like the POV was incredible. Oh, and Becky Shana, leaned in. Yeah, and Shayna like. I thought did a really good job of actually looking a little concerned when Becky was speaking to her. Yes. But then pulling it back and being like, oh, did I look scared? Like, I'm so glad I got to meet you. Well, and that's like, because she's so good. Because she looks scared. And then that's like, you can see the motivation for, oh, shit, I look scared for a second. And that's when she bucks up and they both stand up. It was just beautifully, beautifully done. done. And I really hope they hugged it out at the end and then like went for donuts or something. Because I'm... Super, pop- it made me so excited for a match. I probably wouldn't have cared as much about. Yeah, I'm really psyched I'm about it. So excited for it. How do you feel about the War Raiders versus the Undisputed Era versus the Revival? Julian's calling this the best generations of NXT crossover match. I feel like War Raiders were in NXT for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad about it. I'm just like, it's do War Raiders match. need to be in it? You're just disappointed. <laughs> like, no. Can they just be like sat on the but side, you know taking what? notes? They're if good, they though. do, if they They're do fine. the same like they did with um, Donatello and Leonardo, um, <laughs> where they, it makes the two other teams like have to battle to take them out. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then you get those fun little crossover things where yeah. it's like, oh, well, we're gonna do your move. Oh, well, we're gonna do your move because we've studied each other, so we can just pick those things up. Yeah. And I'm very really into Undisputed Era versus Revival. Like, I'm very excited for that. I just, I'm being a baby about War Raiders where I'm like, I keep forgetting you guys work here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why Any they, fault of your and own. And that's why they put them into this match. I know. But how exciting is it going to be again for them to like team up and do stuff with yeah. them and then do, you know. It will be lovely, I'm sure. Finally, Brock Lesnar will not be in a crossover match. He will instead take on Rey Mysterio with the WWE title on the line. And if you are at Crafty, he will throw you on that table <laughs> to find but I'm hungry. to find his prey. Yeah. What if he was eating the whole time? Yeah. You know where Rey is? Hold on. Do you know where he is? Anyway, does this feel like a match that will have some back and forth? Or does it feel like... Ray Mysterio, they're they're sell they're sort of selling us the idea that Ray Mysterio is smart enough to like go for the legs, try to weaken him before the match, but that ultimately see like he's that's what I wanted around. with the Kofi one. Like what I want is small, quick, agile dude yeah. going around. You know, hit the leg, run out, like use your speed because Brock is like fast for a big dude, but he's never going to be as fast as a Kofi or as a Ray. Mm-hmm. Use your speed and use that to take him down while avoiding his fucking arms. But that's what I wanted for Kofi, and they murdered Kofi in like two seconds. Do you so. think that the yeah. reason they did that is so they could do that same idea with Ray? Because if so. you do it twice in a row, then then the average audience member might go, well, he can't even really put away yeah. a little dude quickly. Well, then they should. Yeah. But anyway, know. it's fine. I, I'm like, I guess they wanted to move the titles around, it turns out. Yeah. Right. So that's Moving why titles. it happened. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, not nearly as good as its sister podcast, Tapping Titles. True. Guess that's why they did it. I don't know. Maybe he's on his way out. Maybe it's gone back to Raw because he wants to take some time out again. Go is back it? to the farm. Well, and I that think, would be fine. He, him and Dana are almost back to being good, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. It looks like they're not being babies at each other on the internet anyway. So, 
Yeah, and his, his suspension is up, right? That was after yeah. September, I mm-hmm. think. So, but didn't he say he doesn't want to do UFC anymore because they remembered that it kills you? People say a lot until the millions they start do, rolling in. They do, and it's a lot of money. But I do feel like he's been around for a long time, and he's due a, a quiet sit-down uh, yeah, like the rest of us. Yeah, go hang out with Sable. Go milk your fucking cows or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so Raise maybe he's going to yeah. do that. Yeah, that, like, your mutant but son. He only works like, one day a week, you. really. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. a lot for Brock. He doesn't want to work. That's true. As he you will merrily tell you, he doesn't earned, want to do He's earned it. as much time off as he wants. He yeah. certainly has. He's, he's definitely earned the money. He's performed a great service for wrestling. The money. Yes. Um, well, and also he's got diverticulitis. You know, it's yeah. probably not always easy to... So I'm fine with... I, I mean, I would love to think... This is all a very roundabout way of me saying, like, maybe Ray will win. Yeah. Oh, never lose that. Right? Yeah. I want that Keep for that myself. Right do you, <laughs> it's do you nearly think, Christmas. Do you think Ray can win? Let us know your thoughts about everything we discussed and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all those are in the show notes. And when we come back, we've got some things from wrestling that you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. One, two, one, two, three, five. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. We're both doctors and... Nope, just me. Okay, well, Sydney's a doctor and I'm a medical enthusiast and we create... Okay. Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. Every week I dig through the annals of medical history to bring you the wildest, grossest, sometimes dumbest tales of ways we've tried to treat people throughout history. And lately we do a lot of modern fake medicine because everything's a disaster, but it's slightly less of a disaster every Friday right here on MaximumFun.org as we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. And remember, don't drill a hole in your head. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by... Daniel Radford. And... Lindsay Cow. This week we're going to end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. <laughs> Lindsay? I would like to put over all of Japan. Uh, Fair enough. Danielle? (laughs) That would be enough. Uh, New Japan had a show uh, last week that was great, and uh, a lot of fun stuff happened, including Le Champion. Uh, Less said about him, the better at the moment. But Mm -hmm. back in New Japan and going to be at Wrestle Kingdom for a match, so that's exciting and interesting Mm -hmm. to see how that's going to work with AEW. But also what I mainly wanted to put over was the DDT match with Kenny and Riho versus Antonio Honda and Miyu Yamashita. I'm sure I said that wrong. I apologize. It was a super fun intergender match. Kenny and Riho are a delight. They are just a joy to watch. I really, really enjoyed it. So I would love you to check that out. Kenny posted a bunch of tweets from it. And then, because I'm, I'm just going to put over everything today, all of Japan, DDT, New Japan, and I just want to give a shout out to Zeke Teenweed at Young Perrier. Yes. Yes, at front of our pod for celebrating so effectively and beautifully big boy season. Thank you. It's fucking <laughs> big boy season. That clip does not do... It doesn't do it justice. It Go justice. check him out on Twitter. Go follow at Young Perrier, Y-U-N-G Perrier, and understand why Jeff came in from work a couple of days ago to find me crying with laughter on the couch. You're like, what are you watching? Uh, <laughs> and I was finding out that it was big boy season. It's fucking big boy season. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. All right. So thank you for that. Danielle? I'm putting over on an EW Dark 
on Tuesday, there was a match between four women's uh, tag match. I think I called it four way. Four, it was a tag match. So Sadie Gibbs and Allie, who beat Big Swole and Mercedes Martinez. Y'all all know about my thing with Mercedes Martinez. Mm. The fact that she is not signed yet is a crime. But go watch that match. It is a complete and utter delight. Um, I feel like the women are up for a run. I hope so. Yes. I really do. Yes. I want to put over logic in, crazy. in a wrestling. The rapper, bitch. Yeah, I want to put over logic. At the beginning of Raw, Brock Lesnar quit SmackDown on Friday and joined Raw on Monday just to hunt down Rey Mysterio. And I enjoyed Paul Heyman's attempt to explain the logic and why there would be no other people switching brands. I thought that was a nice piece of business. I just appreciate it and wanted to share it with you. Here it is. Brock Lesnar has a no-cut contract. And WWE can't fire Brock Lesnar. That doesn't mean Roman Reigns can quit SmackDown. Doesn't mean Seth Rollins can quit Raw and switch brands. You want to know why? Because Brock Lesnar is different. Brock Lesnar has leverage. Brock Lesnar is special. Brock Lesnar is entitled to do whatever the hell he wants to do. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Just a simple little bit of logic. That's all. Just some. That's a, that's a smooth landing to take you out of this episode. <laughs> that does it. That does it for this tights and fights. This week, your hosts were Danielle Radford and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Hal Lublin, who you can listen to on We Got This with Mark and Hal, another fine Maximum Fun podcast, or Good Morning Night Vale, another fine not Maximum Fun podcast. Also, it's really Adventure Hour still being made. You can listen to that and welcome to Night Vale. I was just in a couple episodes of that. Give it a listen. Lindsay? I have got books that you could buy. What? It's terribly exciting, yeah. Books. 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 If you don't want to read hilarious books, A, why? Yeah. But B, perhaps you would like to listen to a podcast about all things beauty related. Bet you would. It's fascinating, I think. Full coverage. <laughs> beauty podcast. Full coverage. Yeah, we talk about all things beauty and skincare and hair care and just being alive. Uh, it's, it's it's locks. Please come and join us. Do it, Danielle. I'm hosting usually Mondays, Tuesdays, and then on panel on Thursdays on Fandom, doing SJU in the mornings. We go live at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I was gonna, I almost said P- PST, and then I almost said Pacific, and then I just made them one word. Um, and then also watch the Honest trailers because that is how I get paid. Oh, I have a, a thing. I, I launched it. It is called um, the Red String at Amazon, where I make the dumbest conspiracy theories. About it wasn't movies. dumb. It was so good. <laughs> I was like, I'm all in on this. Well, they're gonna get sillier. So oh, that was the good. one that was probably like the most it could actually happen. All of them are just gonna be really, really silly. I'm really excited about it. And so we're going to be releasing a couple episodes this month and then I think three episodes next month for Christmas. And then hopefully I'll get to do more. But uh, please go check that out. And that is my newest baby. And I'm really proud of it. I hope it, it walks. Yay. You have your orders, people. Go check it out. Our producer, Julian Burrell, is already playing Christmas music. So am I. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all of those are in our show notes. And if you love what we do, please, please remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. Maybe leave a review. Tell us what you love about the show. Just tell us, please. We've got to know. 
We have to know. Don't let us live with this mystery any longer. And also, for all of you that have already done that, thank you so much. Like, again, that's how we get to do the show is when we get to have the feedback and people tell us stuff. That's how eventually we're going to start merching it up. It's through the feedback and it's through all of your support. So thank you all so much. And we love you for everything. But also, we're fucking needy. So please. Yeah. And also, we're good. we're good, right? Tell me we're I'm good. good. And it's fucking big boy season. It's fucking big boy season. Just give it to us, please. Thank you so much to all the Maximum Fun members of a portion of the recurring monthly contribution keep the lights on while we are here in this hot box straight out of bridge on the river kwai we'll be back next week for even more you guessed it wrestling maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned audience supported